No one is to use any portion of the show without express <coughs> written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Happy uh, Tuesday to everybody out there. It has been a rough start to today. <sighs> I'm human, okay? I'm just going through some stuff. I hope everybody is doing okay, okay? Much uh, love and peace to everybody out there. Doing a episode, which I do probably once, twice a year, and I want to do a rehash about it <coughs> with the uh, op opiate um, addiction, substance abuse uh, crisis, not only here in Michigan, but throughout America, okay? And talking about, it was uh, another action, another therapist friend of mine uh, suggested this topic on doing, you know, addictions or substance abuse with... Um, relationships and the impact they have and now what the hell do you do about it and here it's the holiday season and you go after um that situation about how it wreaks havoc on everybody and we all know there's different levels of you know substance dependence addictions and to let you know people there are a lot of people out there that throw out you know what there's porn addiction there's sex addiction the world health organization just to make it very very clear the World Health Organization also removed sex addiction as an addiction, okay? So there's a lot of myths out there. There's a lot of professionals out there that are trying to make a living on, let's face it, an addiction that doesn't exist. Now, we can look at sexual compulsive behaviors and everything else, um, which, you know what, we can get into that. There's a difference between a compulsive behavior and an actual addiction or dependency aspects, okay? And we look at, you know, we can center on, you know, uh, substance abuse. Let's hit on that, you know, opiates, heroin, you name it. There's Adderall addiction, there's alcohol addiction, there's dependency, there's all these aspects. And you look at, you know what, how does it wreak havoc in your relationship? And a lot of people, I, you know, I deal with this, <clears throat> of course, where one person has a substance issue, in their relationship and how do we go and help that individual at the same time as a relationship and I'm gonna tell people it is very very difficult okay if not impossible to work on both at the same issue okay and again it's not a right or wrong it's looking at it's very difficult when someone has a substance dependency okay they go through withdrawals they go you know physical withdrawals okay it makes them sick it can almost you know what if they cut cold turkey it could actually kill them a lot of people if they say have uh, alcohol abuse dependency issues right and if they cut cold turkey it can actually kill them okay so you got to be careful and get the proper help and not only that goes along with substance abuse aspects and the effects it has not only on the relationship but the family okay not only you know the relationship the boyfriend girlfriend husband wife that type of situation but also the family dynamics the kids how it affects them and I'm gonna be honest with you it does affect everybody involved it also in fact affects you know extended family parents you know siblings that type of aspects and people that know or have dealt with a loved one with substance abuse issue and let's face it most people that listen to the show follow the show there's probably you know what a lot of people that have endured this situation in their family with friends that type of situation and you know how do you combat that so again 
you know what, I usually recommend that person, you know, we can work on a relationship at the same time, perhaps with the substance abuse issue, but that person needs to be in treatment, substance abuse treatment, and they need to be fully dedicated to that. And the issue that comes with substance abuse, substance dependency, okay, let's face it, it's a huge betrayal to the relationship. And it comes across there's lying, cheating, which means, you know, lying and cheating. Not that you're necessarily cheating with somebody else, but it could be, you know, what you're cheating on with that substance, with that drug, with the alcohol, that type of aspect. The betrayals that go along with it, that maybe you're spending money, you're somewhere where you you know where you're not supposed to be you say you're over here and you're over you know at the bar or you're hooking up you know getting a crack fix or a heroin fix out in the street and the worry and uh you know insecurities that wreak havoc in the family and with your significant other it, it's not easy okay and i again i'm not bashing i want people to get the help they need to be able to go after it and look at you know what how can I help myself and we it's not easy okay especially when there's a physical dependency that comes up and you need to be able to you know look at yeah you got to eat shit for a while okay people aren't going to trust you because of the times you've lied you've been very deceitful you know what substance abuse you know dependent issues okay they tend to be very manipulative i'm not bashing i'm speaking the truth okay and a lot of people need to understand and relate to this and the loved ones they get it right you've been lied to maybe you've been stolen from for you know to go out and buy booze to go out and buy heroin crack opiates you know that type of stuff you know painkillers and you've been lied to manipulated um stole from all these aspects in dealing with the hurt and the pain and aspects and it's very very difficult for someone that is you know a substance abuse user or substance dependent individual to be able to work on a relationship when you know and deal with all the hurt and the pain and all that stuff that was you know maybe attributed to the abuse situation or dependent situation it's hard enough to deal with that when someone is sober and clean and you know, coherent, let alone you're trying to fix two things at once, okay? So that's why I usually recommend that individual needs to work on themselves first, okay? They need to find themselves again. They need to, of course, be sober. Stop the situation. Stop the substance abuse. Get help with that. Get treatment for that if it's inpatient. A lot of people might need inpatient. It's very rare, you know, when someone goes through detox that they're going to be able to do it on their own. I'm going to say probably it's very, very rare. The percentages are single digits, if that. You need an extensive outpatient treatment, okay, with medical advisory big time, and you have to concentrate on you. You know, what was the issue if it was trauma-induced? Some people just like to party and there's no trauma, and... You know, there's a lot of belief out there that, you know, substance abuse, you know, issues or dependencies, <clears throat> that type of thing, addictions, if you will, they are centered on, you know, trauma. They're not all trauma-based. A lot of people assume that they like partying, they want to have a good time, and all of a sudden they get hooked on it, okay? Um, yes, there are trauma-based substance abuse users, you know, been, you know, raped, sexually abused, grew up in horrific, horrific childhoods that end up, you know, ways to escape. I get that, but not everybody is that. So you have to look at, you know, what your issue is with that situation, okay? Now, 
Um, how do you do that and work on a relationship at the same time? There's too much going on. You're overwhelmed. It's And I got it. You want to hold on to your relationship. You want to hold on to your marriage, that type of situation. And this is what makes it so difficult with substance abuse and relationships. Because let's face it, your family, chances are they love you, okay? They love you. They want you well. They want you back with them. And there's a point where somebody, you know, how many chances do your partner give you okay and this is part of that's so difficult if I lose my family right I lose my family I lose my kids why in the hell did I get sober it's one of those things that you might it might be a temporary thing and the pain it's excruciating to lose your family let alone when you're sober and you're trying to get clean okay but this is a situation that it might not be permanent okay you can earn that trust back but it takes a lot of work and are you willing to do that are you willing number one to get the medical help that you need to get off the drugs or get a cut the alcohol out and look in you know prevent the coping skills to go after the situation where you know what what are you going to have in place after the medical treatment okay are you going to have to change your friend networks are you going to have to get a new phone number these are all things that are associated with trying to make you know what yourself sober and clean and maintain that way and you know what if you want to try to get you know heal the relationship and stuff you need to work on yourself first and foremost okay and we all know there's so many programs out there and then I'll get into the relationship dynamics about the partners okay the partners loved ones that are with someone with substance abuse you know what I talk about you know tough love is tough love you know people when somebody is codependent and they always want to be you know needed okay it's very difficult when you know what there's a little thing in the back here well they need me they need me and if they get sober your role changes you get me <laughs> if you are the loved one of someone you know a partner of someone that has a substance abuse issue or dependency you know what you feel needed you feel wanted you feel like oh my god you got to take care of this person right you get me maybe you f i want you to be honest with yourself so you also have to be able to get a grip on yourself and look at what is making you if you want to say textbook term late and I hate labels about the codependency issues and what are your traumas what are you your fear of you know what maybe if you don't give you feel guilty or you know if you hold back and promote self-love that you're not going to deal with that type of treatment or live that lifestyle with someone that is you know has substance issues that what is it for you that you can promote self-love and self-respect and that gets sucked into the hook of you know what if I don't help all the time if I don't sell myself out I'm gonna feel guilty I'm gonna feel selfish for thinking of myself and that's not it thinking of yourself you know what that's okay right and I'm all about helping and giving but when you start selling yourself out your whole identity and everything else you know what that's not a healthy thing and this is part of an issue where you know I don't decide how often or how many times you give your partner a chance to get off the drugs or cut the booze, that type of stuff. I don't decide that. You do, and your gut instinct needs to, and it's hard, and it's excruciating, right? <clears throat> so, and it's not easy. And this is looking at, you know, what is your issue that is, you know, stuck in that role where you're, you're done, 
Is it the guilt? Is it the shame? Is it the love? I get all that stuff. But where is the self-love and self-compassion for you to, you know what, you get help, you go through this, and then we'll, you know, decide what's best for the family situation. It's part of you, and there's Al-Anon out there. Everybody knows I'm going to give the number, national numbers out there, national websites out there for help when there's substance abuse. And it's so difficult when someone your body craves a certain thing not only psychologically but there's a dependency that you know your body craves that chemical it's like it it needs to live on it like i said you know alcohol you cut a cold turkey you could die okay it's that physical dependency that kicks in on it and looking at you know why are you dealing with this and some people you know they've had an alcoholic mother or uh you know drug addict, father type of thing, and it's so comfortable for them. They know what to deal with. They know what to expect. So it carries that pattern, and I want you to break that pattern and become healthy for you, okay? Again, it's not an easy situation to deal with. It's excruciating, okay? But this is part of you holding on yourself and getting the help for yourself with Al-Anon or whatever, a counselor that can help you maintain your sense of self you get me and do what's best for you the rest of the family why your loved one gets help and they need to get help there's no ultimatums right they don't work so you need to promise yourself you know what you need to take care of you and i need to take care of me and there's going to be the guilt oh you don't care about me you don't love me you don't you know care what happens to me if i end up dead or you don't love me you must be banging somebody else that's the manipulation that and it reeks at your heart and your gut instincts need to kick in and say, you know what, I'm not being manipulated anymore. And, you know, we all know substance abuse is a huge epidemic in America, okay? And looking at these aspects, it is also looking at the situation where I already mentioned, you know what, you're worried the trust is shaken, it's broken. The trust of, you know what, you don't know if you can afford to pay your bills, you know, the rent or mortgage payment because they went out and bought drugs with it or bought a bunch of booze with it, gambled it away, and that type of thing. That's a huge betrayal, right? When you're living your life and you don't know, oh my God, you got to hide money, you got to hide resources because you know they're going to maybe go out and sell the TV, the stereo, to go out and buy drugs. This is real life, people, okay? Or they're going to go try to pawn the car. They're going to try to pawn jewelry or, you know, go to their family's house and steal from them to buy those drugs, and it's very, very difficult. And that's where I look at the situation, the pain and the betrayal. That needs to be worked on within you as an individual as well to heal that and to look at what, maybe allowed you to get stuck in that not blaming people people know me i get away from bashing and blaming i want to help you and i want to help you go after the situation what you need to do to center yourself and to get you know alan i get a counselor to look at you know are there codependency issues and you know what is that and what is self-love what is self-care self-compassion when it comes in when your loved one is you know what has an issue with substances, drugs, alcohol, that type of aspect. And it's up to you to say, you know what, enough is enough. I'm not dealing with this. It's not up to, oh, it's this, it's that. It's not about, you know what, necessarily giving up on somebody. They need 
to take care of themselves and not give up on themselves too. And it is that balance aspect that needs to be in place, okay? So we know, you know, manipulation is high, trust is broken, the pain, the agony to deal with, and people have lost homes because, you know, getting kicked out of the homes because mortgages, rent weren't paid because they have a huge drug debt, a drug, you know, aspect that they're paying or you have people knocking on the door threatening the kids threatening to hurt you this happens this is real life people but you need to be able to center yourself and pull yourself out of that and you know what all you can do is try to get your loved one to help but it's up to them to go after it and then that's it you know what drive them to the center take it you know inpatient type aspect and they need to be signed in and it's not just you know oh, it's a day program a week program it needs to be substantial and they need to be have that care like i said after they get out of the detox and the medical aspects of it and i'm going to give the toll-free numbers as well to help with this okay well first na you know narcotics anonymous is na yep na.org simple okay and you can type in your state your location where you're at and they'll give you toll-free numbers to get help okay um aa of course is aa.org same thing okay and there's also um substance abuse mental health services uh national hotline i'm gonna read off it is 800-662-4357 again the national hotline 800 662 four three five seven and i'm all about getting rid of this epidemic you know drug substance abuse big time and you know what keeping families together if at all possible but those loved ones too you need to do a gut check and how much you know you're willing to put back into it to preserve the relationship but my advice is and people might frown they can disagree on this you also need to center on yourself and look at you know what, you healing yourself and doing what's best for you, your kids, the family as a whole, why your, your loved one gets help, okay? That needs to be the first step and probably the hardest, and it is so not easy when, you know what, they know. They yank on your heartstrings, right? You love, I love you, oh my God, help me, help, you know, all this stuff, the manipulation and the name calling, if they don't get their way, guess what happens? You're a bitch, you're an a-hole, you're no good, you don't love me. All that manipulation because of guilt on your heartstrings because they want you to have that bleeding heart again. You need to stand strong and get the help so you don't fall backwards, okay? Um, hopefully this helps um, people out there, gives you a little, I know it's a short little clip, it's a lot more extensive than this, people. But you need to reach out again, NA, Narcotics Anonymous, NA.org, AA is aa.org and the national hotline is 800-662-4357 okay and i'll post that below as well so everybody take care my website theartofrelationships.org peace and love everybody out there take care bye bye